All right, all right, but you guys got to see if you can sleep over for the rest of the weekend. It's Saturday at 2.30. That means we have 39 hours to play games for you until school on Monday. Woohoo! Awesome. Oh, crap. What? I'm supposed to go to the lake with my family tomorrow and swim and play in the stupid sun. Dude, we got games for you. I know, I know. Well, look, I'll stay over anyway so I can play for 18 hours, and then I'll go to the lake. Don't forget to bring a towel. What? When you get out of the water, you need to dry off right away to avoid catching a cold. That's why Tally says, don't forget to bring a towel. Okay. Thanks, Tally. You want to get high? If your friends are nerdy and you are nerdy too, I want to talk to you. Friends talking nerdy. Next one. Days they confuse. Ah. Uh, that's, that's, that's a that's a that's a great Stoner movie though. I did not care for it. What, really? Just I'm sorry, I didn't care for it. Oh wow. Yeah, I didn't I didn't care for it either. Oh man, you sorry, no. for shame, for shame. <laughs> that's a good that's a great fuck, man. I feel like there's just not enough <laughs> of anything that make me want to. Appreciate. I don't know. I just no. I I did not. I, I, I love the story. You know. You know. You got this. You got. It's, it's a last day of school. You know. The, the, the freshmen are those coming cover freshmen. You know. Gotta avoid being a licks. I mean, it's like an average night in the, in, in like in in, 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 a, in a Midwest town. It's, just, it's based in Texas. Texas. It's a classic film. You, you guys really didn't feel for it. That, that's an incredible. That's just. I I feel sorry. That for you guys. That that's a really really. Don't feel great sorry. Film. I'm fine. Tim, you're fine. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll a, survive. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are missing. That's that. that that's that, that's what I like. It's each his own. But for me, that's a really great story film. No, I know a lot of people loved it, and I I saw it in the theater, and I just was like, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, McConaughey, Ben Affleck, uh, all of course. Oh, God, Julian Lawrence. Mila, you, know, you know, talk about clerks. You know, yeah, Mila Jovovich. Yeah. I think that may have been her first film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it, it was just too laid back uh, for my taste. Uh, I mean, uh, Richard Linkletter, I mean, he definitely deserves his reputation. I just didn't care for it. Not my cup of tea. No. Yeah. yeah. So, More? Don't cry. <laughs> uh, no, All right. No, no, no tears for me. <laughs> no tears. All right, so my turn. So just so you guys know, while we're sitting here, Noel took out this book, which I think is hysterical, called Reaper Movie Madness, <laughs> The Ultimate Stoner Film Guide. So... They must have for, for, for any of our listeners who are stoners and we watch the movies. Yeah, this is the book to have when you collect. This is, I think this is awesome. It totally is great, but it's funny. So the next movie I want to mention, and I'm curious because I'm just not coming across it, is um, Natural Born Killers. Mm. But I'm just not seeing it mentioned. I'm sure it's probably in the book. It's it's a weird setup, the way the book has. It's not in, like, it's alphabetized, but it's in sections. But anyways, um, no, this, I think, even Oliver Stone said, like, you know, it's it, he purposely did it like it was like being on a trip. Like, that's why the way he did the whole thing. And I remember Coca-Cola, because they showed those polar bears that were in the commercial. Like, there was a whole issue on that in the movie. 
when the movie came out, um, I think Coca-Cola was going to sue him because of it. Because, like, it was too much of a connection to, like, being stoned. And, like, he didn't want, he, like, Coca-Cola didn't want to have any connection to being with drugs or addiction or anything. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, but that, yeah. They, so sorry, Tim, go ahead. Yeah, they didn't want their fine, upstanding product to be associated with that. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, um, it, it, that, I mean, that feels more like a social commentary on media. And it's kind of, uh, you know, relevant today, I would say. Much more so than than when yeah. it came out. I mean, when it the the film took advantage of you know shows that were popular at the time, like A Current Affair, Hard Copy, um, shows that believe it or not helped. Um, <laughs> I, I think it was Hard Copy. The uh, that was created by 20th Century Fox, and they used the Hard Copy format to create this little little known network you may have heard of called Fox News. Yeah. So it, it it really was a harbinger of of things to come, and then today. Much more so. I mean, with with social media, um, you know, everybody's. It's like the smallest little infraction that a human being does, whether they deserve the condemnation or not. Everybody knows about it, and it it it, it is something to. It really is a film that does have a message. Uh, apart from, I mean, it, it's just that the violence in the film kind of, you know, keeps some people away that need to hear that message, I guess. Yeah, no, it was, it truly, I thought, was well done and yeah. definitely very trippy. And yeah, I'm just really shocked it's not in this book. <laughs> how is it not, how did it freaking, like, they have... Well, All I mean, these other weird—they have Star Trek, they have Lord of Wizard of Oz, they have Willy Wonka, they have everything in here, but they don't even freaking no. have natural-born killers. Well, well, who knows? You know, who knows? You know, the, 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 the criteria of the book. Who knows? Well, and with the movies you mentioned, they they are at the end of the uh, at the end of the day traditional movies. They're they're feel good movies at the end of the day, and Natural Born Killers is anything but. So maybe it's one of those movies no. that you watch if you want to be in a bad mood when you're high. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, because they have a lot of messed up movies. Like they have seriously, this book has everything in here. It's 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 crazy, and I don't want to mention everything because I'm sure you guys are going to mention some other stuff. So right. All right, moving on. Your turn, Tim. My turn. Let's see here. How about another Kevin Smith movie, Mallrats? Uh, not as great as as Clerks. I was kind of disappointed on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I would compare Mallrats to what he did later with Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, but Mallrats did not have Will Ferrell, so that's a plus for me. That's all you care about. Oh, yeah. But, you know, just the setting in the mall, and I, that was the, I believe, second ever cameo appearance from Stan Lee in a film. The, the first one was uh, an Incredible Hulk uh, TV movie that was in the late 80s where he was in, um, where he was a, a member of the jury, and then uh, Bruce Banner turned into the Hulk and freaked out, but Stan's just sitting there. But um, I, I loved uh, Stan's little speech at the end. And, and just, uh, if you do one thing, if, if you ever see Mallrats uh, on, like, uh, the USA Network or something like that, listen to the dubbed version of the movie because uh, with, you know, some, if they do swear words, for instance, and they show it on a regular network, they, they you know, instead of damn, they will have the actor come in and do an alternate take saying darn. But Jason Mewes 
did not do that. They got a different actor to do ADR for uh, his uh, lines for the, the broadcast TV rights, and it does not sound like Jay at all, and uh, it's just the oddest, oddest <laughs> mixing. It's, it's funny to watch. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, next. All right, next one. I'm actually alien. Now, now listen, we're, we're talking about film now. We're talking about, now, why, why would I say alien and be a stoner film? You know it's a horror movie. But if the first 30 minutes of the film, you're going to sit back and just get really, really, really mellow with it, right? I mean, you, you know, I mean, you know it's coming. I mean, you know, it's it's that it, it's that it, it's it's it's, a ha- it's happening for that. I mean, of course, now depending on your tolerance, you would never want to see something that scary if you're not used to it. Even though it's kind of for, for the time of it now, it's kind of cheesy, but the suspense horror of it is incredible. I remember seeing that movie Stone, and I, it was kind of trippy. I mean, not not for everyone's taste, but just the pure, just the fact that you it's 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 one of those films that really depends on you. You know, filling in all that stuff because all the tensions here. You don't know when when you're going to see it happening, but it's coming. So for me, Alien, Alien is a definitely interesting sort of film to watch or a film for stoners. Not a fan of the original. Um, the James Cameron, yeah. the James Cameron sequel, in my opinion, was better. But I, I've, believe it or not, I've never been a huge Aliens uh, Aliens fan. I, I do, huh. yeah. Okay. Hey Tim, have you seen the director's cut of Aliens? Nope. That's, you probably like that because um, they explain more about how what happens with Ripley, but also you get to see about the colonists living on LB on LB four seven. Yeah, it's really if you get a chance to check it out. Look, the HBO was showing it for a while, but if you can find out there, find the director's cut of Aliens. I'm interesting. It's really interesting. It's actually like thirty. Well, actually, it's, it's actually forty minutes of the film, but it's really kind of interesting to see it. Nice. All right. All right. Next one. All right. So, my next one is going to be um, The Matrix. Um, Basically, it's... I mean, this movie in itself is trippy. Basically, it's like you're in a world and, you know, for whatever reason, you think, no, there's a different world out there and this world is not real. And then it's like, you know, you get to the point where you meet somebody who's like, take the red pill or take the blue pill. (laughs) You know, it's like the ultimate mindfuck, I guess, if you stop and think about it. Like, it's like, can you imagine, like, if that's how it really, I mean, God, for all the crappy ass days we all have, I would love to hope and wish that there's a different world out there. Yeah. But, yeah. And and the classic. I mean, the 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 two sequels, uh, Reloaded and Revolutions, are pretty damn good as well. But no, 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 no. Oh my, Tim, really? <laughs> I lo- no. I like them. They are flawed, but I do like them. By the third one, it became. I, I felt like they're trying to convert me into Christianity or something. It was a whole Jesus thing theme out there. It was like so in your face, and that's the one thing I remember. Everybody was like saying, like, there's like bit, that one big dance orgy scene. Like, what was going on with that? Like, they just like, ugh, no. Sorry, no. No, I, and trust me, I get that. I mean, like I said, I they are flawed, but. Um, it, it, 
It, it just goes to show that, you know, sometimes you don't necessarily need to see a greater world. I think Star Wars is kind of going through that right now. Um, you know, the main story people love, but some of these offshoot stories that they're trying to tell to open up the world more aren't getting the traction that that they hoped. Um, and sometimes, uh, uh, you know, you should, a writer should ask himself, do I need to intro- you know, open up the world as much as uh, as much as uh, they do in, in the Matrix movies or Star Wars, but you know, obviously, money is going to rule out at the end of the day, and they're going to continue to churn them out until they get bomb after bomb. But um, I don't know. I, I I still like them. Okay. Yeah. All right. You obviously have some better stuff over there than I have here that you enjoy those other movies, but okay. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, Matrix had a had a, uh, a pretty decent video game. I forgot the specific name of it, but it was a video After game. After the Matrix, I think it was. Yeah, the one where you're essentially going through the entire movie uh, as, as another character, but um, near the end of the game, when you get to the final boss battle, um, you get this cutscene with the Wachowskis talking about, you know, um, you know, when you're making a video game, having a, a, a story uh, that symbolizes Jesus and all that stuff just doesn't play well. So we gave you this instead, and then that's when uh, the character has the final battle with uh, Mr. Smith and whatnot. But if you get a chance, I believe uh, you should be able to see that cut scene on YouTube somewhere. But it was uh, pretty funny. Cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Yep, my next one. Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. <laughs> That was a good one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of an expansion on uh, their HBO show as well as uh, their their first album. Um, but it entails uh, Jack and JB um, finding out that there's an actual guitar pick that uh, will make them instant rock stars, and they go off trying to uh, look for that uh, for that guitar pick, and just the craziness ensues. I mean, what stands out more than anything is the music. Um, Tenacious D was a band first and foremost and they put out some damn fine music it's funny as hell but it's also good yeah that was good I enjoyed it yeah that's a, it's kind of it's, it's, it's funny 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 film their, their, their music's good too the, you know, the different, that first album is a kind of funny album. Yeah, I mean, my favorite song off that first album, Fuck Her Gently. I can't go with that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Crazy. All right. All right. Next one. Uh, for me, 2001 is Space Odyssey. Oh, uh, yeah. no. Uh, do you know what? I, so the issue I had with this movie, it was forced on me by my school. We actually took a school trip to go watch it, and then we had to do a report on it. So anytime you know you're forced to do something like that, that's it. We're done. <laughs> wow. He's, oh, that's a, oh man. Once you can once that once the the man throws the bony air and it transitions. Oh man, that's that's a that's a great film to see. So man, that's a great film. That's on the big screen. I that's saw it on the big screen again. <laughs> a school trip to the theater. We had to write a report. I fell asleep watching it. I was so bored. Really? Really? I don't get the love that that film has among people. I I was bored to tears. I mean, the only good thing about that is that it introduced the world to that theme song that Ric Flair eventually took a, a you know made his own, but. 
you know, Kubrick deserves his place in Hollywood history. I'm just not a fan. His, his movies are too lethargic and slow paced for my taste. Just keep going. Don't cry. No, no, far from it. Okay. No love for no. All right. What's your next one? All right, my. So I feel like it's basically these are all like I'm picking off the majority of movies that are on my list for the movie challenge. Um, next one is Blazing Saddles. Nice. I mean, I think I don't know. There's not much to be said. It's basically it's anybody who knows Blazing Saddles, seen it, watched it, they know best movie ever. So like, just sit back, relax, and. Mongo Pawn and Big in Game of Life. <laughs> Yeah, and, and also, too, how they kind of switched uh, things up, like the, the fight at the end, how it transitions from the fight in the western town to um, the... Dom DeLuise uh, movie. Yeah. What is Gay the, Dancing. <laughs> the French Mistake song, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just the, the fight throughout, and Harvey Corman as Hedley Lamar. He's... Uh, unsung straight man in comedy just he he gets so many laughs by playing it so serious if if you any anybody in the audience has not seen harvey corman in action you gotta watch blazing saddles because he is amazing in that movie i think anything he did was just awesome yeah all right my next one um let's stick with mel brooks space balls Good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just uh, making fun of uh, sci-fi. I mean, my favorite scene, um, probably most favorite scene, is uh, John uh, John Hurt in the diner has another alien pop out of him. And, you know, <laughs> not again. And then the alien grabs the hat and the cane and hello, my baby, hello, my honey, and singing a Michigan <laughs> Day Frog song. Um, it, it's when it first came out, I. <laughs> was in middle school and that was a time uh, you two may remember how they would always have a novelization based on a movie how those right. were popular they actually made a, a, a novelization of, of Spaceballs and that I, I read that first ah. before I saw the movie and I remember that okay mm, yeah I looked that up yeah, you could tell how popular it was, but uh, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, not, just uh, I and all, when I did first see it, I saw it on TBS, and they edited out pretty much all the jokes, and I didn't care for it until I saw it on DVD. But uh, Rick Moranis is Dark Helmet. My goodness, he was amazing. Mm-hmm. That was great. Your helmet's so big. <laughs> Jewish princesses is like big helmet. Well, no, it was like. Because I have money and power, you like both. I don't know, something along those lines. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let me see. Two, um, so far, over two. All right. How about Animal House? Is that yes? There, the Animal House is okay, Tim. Yes, Animal House. Uh, haven't seen it, but you know, good director John Belushi's amazing in it. Um, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll probably catch it one of these days, but. You never seen Animals, like like never come reruns of television. It's like on that? cable right now. Nope, never saw it. Wow. wow. <laughs> or like wow. Yeah, that's that's uh yeah. Man, oh, why did you not see it. You talk, I mean, <laughs> great film. Dealt, you know, I mean, it's. I mean, we really, I really, I mean, the film is out there. You can catch it. The scene I kind of like is uh, when they're they're actually uh, seen with uh, Peter Rieger and uh, and uh, Karen Allen. 
and they're going and, and they're going to meet her professor, and and uh, and, and he introduces to pot and they're smoking weed. It was just it's funny, <laughs> funny, funny sequence. But that's a really good film to see Stone as well too. Nice. Yeah, you, you gotta catch it. Yeah, yeah, Tim, you gotta watch it one of these days. It's it's, uh, it's you know for its time. You know, you know, it's, it's, it's a funny movie. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely seen some clips, like uh, when uh, Bluto put the potatoes in his mouth, smashed his cheeks together, and hey, maybe it's it. Is it? Yeah. And then, I'm a zit, get it? <laughs> That's what it is. A yeah. pledge pin. What is a pledge pin? Yeah. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Might have another? Another. Exactly. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Great. All right. All right. Your next one. My next one's um, going back to Mel Brooks, because this one has to be said, is uh, History of the World Part One. <laughs> it's good to be the king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, oh my God, there's just so many good stuff in that movie. Yeah, it's, you know, Madeline Kahn, again, freaking oh, awesome. yeah. That Gregory Hines was great. Yeah. Um, even the music, the Inquisition. I mean, it's god awful, but that was. Uh, hey, to- what do you say? He totally like crossed that line. I, you know, where the, let's insult our natural heritage. You know, the history of everything that we went through. But you know, the Lord Jehovah has given us these fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, Jews in space. I love that. <laughs> that was good. Uh, a lot of good stuff in there. Yep. Yeah. Well, my next one, I'm going to go with a cartoon. When I'm high, occasionally I will put on a little Daffy Duck cartoon called Duck Amuck. The greatest, <laughs> the greatest Warner Brothers cartoon ever made. Um, it's Daffy Duck starting off thinking he's doing a Three Musketeers bit, but then uh, the animator decides to change the scenes up, and you know it's like, fine, have it your way. And then he dresses up like a farmer, and Daffy Ducky had a farm, E I E I O, and on this farm he had an igloo, E I E I O, like that. Just absolutely everything about that cartoon is is amazing. It's a classic. I love it. Okay. Cartoon. Yeah. Wow. How, how, how do I how, how do I follow that? I'm sure you'll find a way. <laughs> yeah, you're next. Do you need the book? No, no. Actually, no. I don't. I I, I was um trying to think. Another. Uh, well, you know, since well, after, since you guys are gonna 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 run on my parade and and, and not and, and and you know, did aliens and this and that. Hey, I didn't say anything about aliens. Oh, what's so aliens? Excuse me. But uh, I'm, I'm gonna pick Blade Runner. Isn't is another good sort of film to watch? Visually stunning, and just uh, it's a really good kickback, relaxing film. And it, it, I mean, for, for for me as a stoner man, like to sit back and watching these visual films like that really makes the high better. Makes it more intense. The soundtrack, the score, all that stuff. That movie That's took a, me to sleep. Really? Yeah, I just didn't care for it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say I didn't care for it. It's just every time I tried to watch it, I would fall asleep also. Wow. So it's, no, I I know I have to watch it. It's on my list. I just haven't gotten around to it. So, yeah. But I know it's supposed to be amazing. 
Sorry. Enough said. I feel like this podcast should be titled Hate on All. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no love for Noel. That's what it should be. No. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. All right. All right. Yamura, no. the book is your attention? I'm looking. There's so many movies. It's so funny. Like, I kind of had my own list, but now it's like going through this. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this movie. I forgot about this movie. And then there's this movie. Um, so. <sighs> know like the next movie like I want to bring up but at the same time it's like I feel like I really shouldn't because it's a movie I totally love but I can see if I was ever high watching it it would probably have a different appreciation for it, it would be Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory yeah. the, the original or the, the original oh, of course the original what's wrong with you you know I won't <laughs> they never should have done remake that's one movie that never should have been touched just don't do it. But yeah, it's it's Tim Burton though. He's so great at remakes. Come on. And the podcast is done. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> and we are done. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, my next one. I wasn't the biggest fan of it, and it did have Will Ferrell, but I do got to show some love for Gene Silent Bob Strike Back, if only because. It introduced us to the song Because I Got High from Afro Man. Oh, yeah, that was that movie. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Smith even directed the uh, uh, video for it, but um, actually heard that song first on the Howard Stern show. I thought that it was one of their um, one of their phony, uh, their their song parodies that they put up. But, you know, I was going to clean my room, but then I got high. I mean, just, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's the joke. I mean, it's one of those deals that you hear it the first time, it's amazing, but then when they replay it 700 times, it, it loses its edge. But I, you, you, that was an amazing song. And the movie, the movie, and eh, not so much, but you know, it's one of those deals too that if you enjoy it with the right substances, you probably get a lot more enjoyment out of it than you know going in clean. <laughs> so okay, oh man, I just had, uh, I just had a, oh yeah, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You, you got, did you, you hear that also? I'm not a Pee Wee Herman fan. You too, Tim. So I, 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 I never saw, I never, I never saw the movie. Uh, um, no. I mean, I watched Pee-wee's, I watched Pee-wee's Playhouse as a kid, but yeah, I, that yeah. So Pee-wee's Big Adventure, great stoner movie. Pee-wee's trying to find his bike, meets up with uh, interesting characters on the way. Great film to watch. I remember seeing that. Remember my mom seeing that film when I was younger, and when I got older, and Blaze One saw it. Funny, great movie. So, Pee-wee's Pee- uh, for me, Pee- it's it's a great sort of film. Okay. Your turn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I guess the next one I'm gonna go into since we started talking about animation from before. Um, let's bring up South Park. The um, I don't know, either the TV series or even the movie. Bigger, better, uncut, I think it was. So. Bigger, longer, and uncut, yeah. <laughs> Bigger, longer. I, they're just so twisted, it's great. Gotta love everything, so. Yeah, I mean, oh, you can't forget their most, the greatest stoner creation, Towley. You can't forget Towley. 
Okay. I thought you were going to say Mr. Hankey. No, no, I love Mr. Hankey, too, but Tali just... It's one of those so bad, it's great characters, you know? Um, just, just, yeah, just, uh, you know, don't forget to bring a towel. Um, <laughs> yeah, you want to get high? <laughs> just, just the character just makes no sense. And also the episode, um, A Million Little Fibers, where they make fun of that uh, author who wrote a memoir but lied in the memoir, went on Oprah's show and um, all that stuff. Uh, that, that's one of the, the funny ones there. But you can't go wrong with South Park, even though they've come out as Republicans now. Did they really? They really did. No way. They did. Wow. Did not, didn't see that coming. Yeah, right? Well, it, believe it or not, it didn't surprise me that much. I mean, they lean more libertarian than anything. And huh. from what I see, most conservatives that don't like the social aspect of the GOP platform will tend to identify as a libertarian because that still allows them to do their messed up economic nonsense and all that stuff. But that's a different story for a different podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Ha. Huh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, they're still funny. I mean, it's they're not going to go the Dennis Miller route of suddenly sucking the moment they they come out as conservative or anything like that. But um, yeah, you can't go wrong with that show. All right, your turn. My turn. A little movie from 2007 called Hot Fuzz. I love that movie. It's a good one. It was okay. <laughs> it, I loved it. I mean, just some of the uh, surprising little cameos. I love that Edward Woodward, who uh, American audiences in the 80s know from the TV show The Equalizer. He had a, I think that was one of his last uh, roles in uh, movies. Uh, he was one of the townspeople that uh, worked in the closed caption, um, the, the security office where they saw everything going on. Um, you know, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost um, have amazing chemistry together. And just, uh, you know, the John Woo type of actions, uh, action uh, violence that they had near the end of the movie was amazing. The, you know, jumping through the yeah. air with two guns and all that. Um, just, it, it's a must-watch film. Um, you know, Shaun of the Dead, you could probably put on that list as well. I have not seen The World's End yet, but um, I'm, uh, it's I saw it. It was, it was it was okay. It just like that, the thing that I loved with Hot Fuzz like was the way they edited it was because it was like your typical like they were making such a spoof on like those cop crime movies. So like the way they would like jump you know scenes and like <laughs> you know even like the angles they were taking for the camera work and then even. Um, the the spoof that they had with everybody's names, like everybody's last name was kind of like a spoof. Like when you see him writing, when he arrests, he gets to town and he winds up arresting like three kids and <laughs> you see their last names, like he's writing them down. It's just, everything is, is a kind of a joke. Well, they, that um, was actually, uh, it, that was intended there because they, when they were writing the script, they, you know, thought about what's missing in police uh, in, in these types of stories. You know, the, you know, policemen have to fill out a lot of paperwork when they do stuff like that so they intentionally right. included the paperwork scenes uh, in the movie and, and the MVP of that movie goes to Timothy Dalton as, as the villain 
Um, you know, <laughs> just the final action piece at the end is still painful to watch when uh, he he falls uh, chin first oh on that yes. uh, uh, yes. little makeshift church steeple, and it goes through his mouth and just uh, ow, ow, ow. There is a joke in that movie that I never get, and I keep meaning to look it up. It's so it's at the end, like you said. So Timothy Dalton is running, trying to escape, and he gets to that scene you mentioned, but right before like he gets injured, like like him and um, Simon Pegg, and you have that little kid, that little redheaded kid. And I can't remember the like they like the little kid said something like who he like who are you or something and like the little kid says his name or so, like he says something and I just remember the response I'm like I don't understand his response I had to like actually put closed caption on to understand what he said but even once I understood it I'm like there's got to be a joke there and I'm just not getting it hmm. I don't know yeah. something like we'll have to revisit it another time so. Yeah, yeah, and we'll definitely talk about it because uh, the those movies, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Hot Fuzz, and The World yeah. End, are essentially uh, spiritual um, successors to a TV show they did in England called Spaced. If you haven't seen right. that, yes, that I, I've never seen show. it, but I yeah, I know. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Oh, you meant to. You know you did. <laughs> <laughs> ah, bite me. <laughs> And with that, another episode of Friends Talking Nerdies in the Books. Thank you all for listening. This is Tim Jowsma. Um, please remember to subscribe to our podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe on the Google Play Music Store. You can find us on Spotify now. Of all places, go to Spotify. Look for Friends Talking Nerdies. Subscribe. Uh, support us on Patreon as well. Uh, we want to continue bringing, uh, bringing you all uh, the best episodes that we possibly can. To do that, anything takes money. Um, so uh, Patreon is a great way to support a struggling artist um, to hopefully uh, invest in them. And when you invest in them, uh, hopefully somewhere down the road you get uh, plenty of uh, stuff back. I don't know. Um, but definitely support us. We would definitely appreciate it uh, if you did. Um, as we've been talking about the past few weeks, two weeks from uh, two weeks from now, we're going to have the Friends Talking Nerdy Greatest Movie Ever Championship Tournament. Uh, head to friendstalkingnerdy.com, um, the website where you can listen to each and every episode of this wonderful podcast for some more information. Um, what the what this tournament is, Mora. Myself, Sterling, and Noel, we got our 16 favorite movies together, and like March Madness, we bracketed them up, and what we did is we argued those movies out until there was one winner remaining. This is not a scientific test, mind you. Um, this is not a scientific poll that will ultimately describe what the greatest movie ever uh, really truly is, because when it comes to taste in movies, it's purely subjective. Um, but it's about bragging rights. Who among the four of us can talk about the movie, uh, can, can defend their movie so well that at the end of the tournament, one can stand, uh, stand out as the winner. So, um, definitely keep, keep an eye out for that. Again, it's coming in two weeks. You can head to, uh, friendstalkingnerdy.com for some more information about that and just stay tuned, uh, to this wonderful podcast for some more information. Um, 
continuing with uh, round one in Division 3, uh, we have my choice of Touch of Evil facing off against JFK, which is Noel's choice. We have Morris' choice of Die Hard facing off against Sterling's choice of Saving Private Ryan. We have my choice of Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan facing off against Noel's choice of Doctor Strange Love. We have Morris' choice of My Big Fat Greek Wedding facing off against Sterling's choice of Forrest Gump. We have my choice of the Blues Brothers facing off against Noel's choice of the Deer Hunter. We have Morris' choice of the Naked Gun two and a half facing off against Sterling's choice of some French film that if I attempted to pronounce it, I would fail miserably, so I'm not even going to try. Uh, we have my choice of Spider-Man, the original with Tobey Maguire facing off against Noel with his movie Shaft. And finally, the most unique matchup in this tournament... We have Mora with her choice of forgetting Sir Marshall against Sterling with his choice of Schindler's List. Stay tuned uh, to the Friends Talking Nerdy Podcast Network for uh, future information about this tournament. And, and listen to the tournament. We want you all to enjoy it. Um, we hope you do. So uh, once again, we thank you all for listening. Tune in again next week. And... Uh, We'll uh, wrap up our our uh, four twenty uh, holiday celebration. Thank you all for listening. All right, enough is enough. This is the final, the, the very very last straw. Who is responsible for this? This I demand that you show yourself. Who are you? Huh? Am I a stinker?